to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a six-degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art, and I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over two years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now, today's example is brought to us by the Cobra Kai show, in which uh, Daniel LaRusso is teaching his Miyagi-Do students about the training methods of Shoshu Geiko and Kan Geiko, which is both hot weather and cold weather training methods. Now, we'll be talking about how to master both of these extreme weather trainings and how to do work in them in today's podcast. Now, in a previous podcast, we had uh, discussed the Shoshu Geiko in detail and also the Khan Geiko separately in detail. But today's podcast will be talking about the generality between them in the topic called Master of the Elements. Now, uh, some personal history on this and uh, very recent news. I've been working on the build-out for my new studio. Unfortunately, I did not get the HVAC working before the cold weather hit in Michigan. So, uh, most people would simply put projects on hold and uh, wait until spring. Um, they do this a lot in colder weather, um, and they just kind of like uh, hibernate, I guess. Uh, but one of the lessons I've learned is to, um, that you can work in all climates if you make certain adjustments and have the discipline to do so. So I'm trying to go against the norm and uh, get as much done uh, in the wintertime here uh, to be ahead of the game in spring. So uh, our work task today, we'll be talking about how to work in these different elements. First one is uh, to make sure that you dress appropriately. Okay, so in cold weather, you want to make sure that you dress in layers and also to wear a hat or gloves when necessary in order to brave those colder climates. If you're um, in the warmer climates, you want to make sure that you're wearing like shorts, maybe a tank top in order for you to be able to uh, tolerate that hotter weather. Now, in both climates, you want to make sure that you have a change of clothes so that when you go um, back into the normal temperature, uh, you'll be able to, uh, to be ready for that. Okay, so that's why it's important to dress in layers in the wintertime and also make sure that you bring an extra set of clothes to go when you go back into the air, AC or the air conditioning. Um, also, too, when you're doing your work task, you want to make sure you bring methods to heat or cool your environment uh, by the use of heaters and or fans, okay? So for example, I'm in Michigan working on the new studio. I have a Mr. Heater that I use in order to heat up the area so that I can uh, tolerate and be able to work. Um, the next one is make sure that you water up, okay? Um, this is, a lot of people think you only have to drink water when it's hot. Uh, but you also have to make sure that you are, stay hydrated in the colder weather as well. That will help you to uh, be able to tolerate those environments a little bit better and, of course, uh, help you with uh, dryness and or humidity. 
Um, also, too, um, bring snacks to keep your energy level up. Okay, so at the studio, I have some uh, whole grain type crackers uh, that I can use to, um, to, to eat a little bit in order to keep my energy level up and to keep my blood sugar level uh, during the um, um, working. Now this, this next one's a little bit uh, controversial, but uh, it works for me, so I thought I'd share it. Um, I put a funny name on it, I called it Liquid Courage. A lot of times people use that for, um, you know, for alcohol, but um, I'm talking about the use of caf caffeine moderately. Okay, so when you're doing a long day, for example, sometimes I work eight hours and then I try to work another eight, another four. Um, I use a little bit of caffeine to help me to continue to work. And this will help you to complete your projects. Okay, so um, I use uh, energy drinks or um, tea or um, pop or soda. Up here we call it pop um, in order to, um, to help me to keep moving. Um, but, you know, as I said before, make sure you drink water. So you can make sure you drink water so you don't get dehydrated. So that's why I said use it moderately. Most of the time I, I sip on it just to have a little extra uh, caffeine. Um, also, too, um, you want to make sure that you do work tasks that uh, can help benefit your environment or that can be done in those temperatures. So, for example, uh, right now in Michigan, wouldn't be that smart to try and paint. Uh, because normally you want to be over 50 degrees when you're painting. So it uh, wouldn't be that good of an idea to paint right now. Okay. I'm uh, currently working on insulation. So that's perfect in the cold weather. Um, make sure you take breaks. Okay. Most hourly employees, they understand this um, because they don't want to, you know, um, work too hard um, without a break at their job because um, they're just working for somebody else. So a lot of times hourly employees know this. So when you're self-employed or you're doing your project at home, you can uh, take breaks, okay, to make sure that you uh, um, get a chance to rest. Pace is important, okay? You have to pace yourself as you work so that you get more done, okay? Some people work really, really, really hard um, on something and they burn themselves out and then they stop, okay? And, of course, the, uh, the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise always wins. So pace is important to make sure that you're getting things done and that you're, um, you can keep on working. Now, um, I put down here, uh, music is a must, okay? Uh, so um, I always have music playing when I'm working uh, at the studio or on the uh, work site. Um, so you got music going. I, I use Spotify, and I have a few different playlists that I, uh, that I use in order to keep the motivation up. I'm uh, thinking about making a new one. I had an idea for a new one that I'm going to be doing. So I thought I would do that as well so I can jam while I'm uh, getting my work done. Okay. Now, we talked about taking breaks earlier. Okay. Now, what about the big breaks? Okay. So the big breaks is like when it's lunchtime, make sure that you take a lunch. Or if it's dinner time, go make sure you go take a dinner. And I, I invite you to get away from the work site. Okay. So get away from the work site for a little bit. Uh, get a chance to rest and um, um, recollect your thoughts, you know, your mental state. Okay? It's good to do that, to eat in peace. Um, also, too, you can make a run to Home Depot. Okay? Um, I do it for a break, and also you can get more supplies. Okay? So when you're working, 
and um, you run out of stuff, like I just ran out of tape today, um, I'll have to go back to Home Depot to get more tape uh, to finish my project, okay? Uh, usually I make a list, so I'm not going there just for one thing, uh, so I can also be productive, okay? Now, um, one of the things that I invite you to do when you're doing your work task, uh, whether you're redoing a bedroom or um, you're working on your business or working on your martial arts studio, um, is to do what I call assessing um, before you start and assessing after you're done for the day. Okay. Now, those assessments will help you to be able to plan ahead. Okay. So, you plan ahead of time what you're doing in order for you to be more effective, more productive, which is one of the themes of our podcast. Um, now, the last thing is spend the time. Spend the time. So, when you're at the work site or the new studio or the place of business, you want to uh, spend the time there, okay? So make sure you spend enough time, okay? While you're there, like sometimes at home, it's hard to figure out what's my next step. You know, as soon as you get to the job site, you know what needs to be done. And then also too, there's little things that can be done. Like I'm gonna go bust this out real quick. I'm gonna do that real quick. I'm gonna clean up this real quick. And you get a lot more things done when you just simply spend the time there, okay? Even if you sit down for a little bit, take a break, you're like, I'm going to go clean that up real quick, and then I'm going to go do this real quick, okay? And that could be the difference between a self-employed um, worker and a, you know, hourly employee. But I think there's a lot of similarities between both. So anyways, um, as I said before, um, this can be done um, for adults who are uh, working at home or at their place of business. This also can be done for kids, okay, when you're doing a project. Hopefully mom or dad gives you some projects at home to work on, and then you can use this to plan for school projects and also for work projects at home. Now, uh, let's get down to the martial art practice today. Okay, we'll talk about the physical training first. Uh, one thing that I do first for the Masters of the Universe, Master of the, oh, Masters of the Elements, actually. Um, the Masters of the Elements um, is to train in the hot weather with no AC. Okay, that's very important um, uh, to get used to training in the elements. Okay, so also too, if you're in the north, you can train outside in the cold as well. Okay, in order for you to um, get used to those environments. And a lot of times for a martial artist, that's really important to be able to train in the elements because then your body kind of makes adjustments to those climates. A little bit easier it helps you to to function a little bit easier okay now another thing you, another training method you could try is you could uh, in the winter time you could train partially in the sauna and then partially out of the sauna okay so that you get a chance to uh, switch back and forth between those environments now if you're in the warmer weather um, you could just go outside in Florida and it's like a sauna and then go go inside in the AC um, to get the Especially if you're not used to training in those elements, it gives you a chance to um, to um, get used to them a little better and stretch those times out. Um, now, what to do when you're um, when you're martial arts training in these environments? Uh, patterns are perfect. Patterns are katas. Okay, they're perfect because you already have them memorized. Uh, you have a selection of them to do. Um, 
And um, in, my, in, in my martial art, um, I actually have some variations of the white belt uh, pattern that a lot of the uh, adults and kids can do. That So if they're just like a yellow belt or a gold belt, uh, we have like two or three or four different variations they can do in order for them to stretch out their um, pattern set and give them a little bit more variety to work on uh, rather than just doing the same one over and over again. Okay, because I invite you to do it for 15 or 20 minutes, not just five minutes and then you're done. Okay, so you want to make sure that you do that for a little while. Okay, now as you're doing this, as you're doing the patterns or katas, you want to do them with no hesitation, but with flow. Okay, kind of like Tai Chi. So you can do Tai Chi type movements um, um, in your patterns. Okay, and in fact, uh, the, my, my previous students and also my future students, uh, I've been in development uh, with developing some more Tai Chi type patterns and katas um, in order to, um, uh, to train um, a little bit more effectively um, with that kind of, that kind of um, pace, uh, especially for um, different age groups that are interested in that. Um, so I'm working on that currently, and I will, uh, of course, pass it on to you as it's completed. Anyways, um, moving on to the mental training. Now, a lot of times the mental training is just as important as the physical training um, on the martial arts, okay? Um, because we talked earlier about discipline. We have the discipline to do so. Discipline is when you're not comfortable. Okay, so when you go to these different environments, um, you're kind of get out of your comfort zone. Okay, now there's a little um, in the in the Cobra Kai. There's a little joke I have for you guys. Um, when Daniel Larusso is uh, teaching the Shoshu Geiko and also the Kan Geiko, uh, his daughter Samantha said, "Is there a Geiko that happens um, in a spa or at seventy degrees or at room temperature?" And uh, it was just one of those jokes that she had said um, in the uh, series um, because uh, she was uncomfortable in the hot weather and also uncomfortable in the cold weather, okay? But that's what, uh, that's what Daniel LaRusso was trying to do, okay? He was trying to get them out of their comfort zone for, the, for various reasons, okay? Um, first of all, to develop the discipline, okay? Because discipline happens when we're not comfortable, we're not in our comfort zone, okay? Also, too, you can focus on your breath, <clears throat> focus on your surroundings, okay, and focusing on finishing your work task that we described earlier or finishing your workout, okay? And one of the things we, uh, we talked about earlier was making sure you get enough water. So here's an example of it. Uh, Got to stay hydrated, always, okay? Um, so focus on finishing your workout or work task, okay? I think we, we did an um, illustration of that earlier. Um, if you set out to do a five or six pattern set, don't quit after the first pattern, okay? So a lot of like youngsters will do that when they're doing their martial art workout. They'll do their pattern once. Oh, that's good. I'm good. Especially uh, kids nowadays, okay? Attention deficit from all their uh, uh, and, uh, endless... Uh, stimulation from uh, video games, phones, tablets, stuff like that. So um, 
make sure that you finish. Make sure you finish what you set out to do so that you can uh, be done with that work task or workout. All of this sums up into one thing, and that is to go against the normal. Okay? Go against the normal. Okay? And that's one of the things that I do a lot. Um, sometimes it uh, uh, can be uh, starting, starting, let me see, that's what I'm trying to say here. Um, sometimes people don't like it when you go against the normal. Um, but I think it's a valuable exercise to help you to be challenged and also for you to grow, okay? Um, and not just go with the flow all the time, okay? Because you go with the flow all the time, then sometimes um, you don't end up with, with better ideas, okay? Uh, you just go along with what the first person says, then that idea may not be a very good one, okay? So when you uh, challenge it, then you may end up having a better time than you actually thought. You know, like, so, for example, let's say, for example, you're trying to figure out what to eat, like, as a family, and someone just throws up something just as an offering. They say, well, why don't we go to a Taco Bell, you know? And then we, uh, nobody else says anything, so we end up going to Taco Bell, and then everybody's like, well, I didn't really, I didn't really want to go to Taco Bell. And then someone else says, I didn't really want to go to Taco Bell either. And so when the person who mentioned it said, uh, I didn't want to go either. I just mentioned it because you guys needed something to, to, um, to go to. So nobody wanted to go, but because someone mentioned it, everybody went. So that's one of the things. And that happens with friends and that happens with family and stuff like that. So just one example of how you can go with the flow and not really get what you really wanted. So anyways, a um, <clears throat> couple things. Uh, first of all, uh, one of the things that um, Anthony LaRusso, he was featured a lot in Cobra Kai Season 4. One of the things he said earlier on, he said, um, is it still just chores or is there any actual karate? And then, of course, his dad, Daniel LaRusso, said, the chores are part of it. Okay? So that's really important. You know, sometimes we, in the podcast here, we teach about work tasks, and that helps to reinforce your martial art training. Okay, by giving you the discipline to see it out and also the strength to be able to do it. Okay, um, also, too, um, in order to fully learn any kind of martial art or Miyagi Do karate, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. Okay, so a couple things real quick to wrap up. First of all, the technique of the week. Technique of the week is slow patterns or kata, okay, or tai chi type movement. That is the technique or techniques of the week, okay. So practice it, okay. Take your patterns and um, have fun doing them, okay. Different ways, do them slower, do them, you know, more rhythmic, do them music. Um, and it's kind of funny because, uh, when I recorded this podcast, um, this is actually the second time I recorded it because the first time the microphone messed up. Um, and I kind of skipped ahead. Sometimes I do that um, with my mind, you know. Um, and I actually said the secret phrase already um, for this week. So I'm going to say it again. and uh, uh, Hopefully you guys don't pick up on it earlier. But um, the secret phrase this week is Masters of the Universe. Okay. So that's the secret phrase. It's based on the uh, He-Man 
um, cartoon that I watched when I was a kid because they used to go, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And that's where I got the idea for the uh, topic today for Masters of the Elements, okay? To take that uh, Shoshu Geiko and the Khan Geiko, put them together, and see how to utilize them um, better. Okay, so anyways, I uh, hope that you guys enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. So take care, everybody. And this is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.